Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, a podcast on the FX television series. I'm Bill, and I'm here with my buddy Sharpie, and we make this podcast because we are from Fargo. You'd think I'd have something cooler to say. I don't even remember what I used to originally say, even just like 10 episodes, (laughs) Sharpie. A man must speak. A man remembers. A fellow man (sighs) about moving pictures. And hot meals. <laughs> the closest thing I could come to honoring Oli right now is something from across the sea. So I am currently, uh, I'm sipping some Cliffs of Moore whiskey, and the Cliffs of Moore uh, are in Ireland. It's as close as I could get. And this uh, was aged in the tower at the Cliffs of Moore. So this is this is for you. Ula, by the way, Ula, like we talked about. Not Oli, not, I mean, we've been calling him Munch, even though we know it's Monk, but... That's very American of us. Yes. Well, we're going to try to keep this tight tonight because we want to save some things for our wrap-up. Hot Dish Thoughts, Sharpie. All right. Well, if you're new to the show, this is the Hot Dish. And you shouldn't be new to the show. <laughs> you better not be new on we're episode like 19 10. episodes in or something. Yeah, good last episode. Uh, as per Fargo usual, came out with the bang in the last episode with no hesitation. Just right away. Just like 15 minutes in, we're like, man, what are we going to do for the next 45 minutes? Oh, I know what we're going to do. We're going to see about a thousand FX commercials. (laughs) That too. They really (laughs) want us to watch Shogun. Yeah. I'm actually very interested in Shogun. I think it looks, uh, I think it looks great. Did you read the book? I did not. I'm just not a very good reader. Also, top top 10 reasons we've been saying to people, we don't read stuff about the show. It's because I don't read good. (laughs) It's really because you can't actually read. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's a motion picture that's speaking to him. Uh, Bill's kind of out of luck. Uh, I did get my Fargo book by Noah Hawley today. You did. So I'm going to dive into that after the season. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I, there there is something sometimes satisfying about finding out you're wrong. I don't mean the stuff about the drum kit necessarily and who's Scotty's dad. Right. I had a pretty strong suspicion that I thought Gator would shoot his own dad, but I like this better. Yeah, I mean, you were right uh, from uh, previous episodes where Gator uh, did kind of see the light, you know. For... He had to be blind to yep. see. And the rabbit went down the hole and came out a new man. Or a new rabbit, maybe. True. We don't know, really. I like that. I like that. Because he does, I mean, that's the thing. He calls him the rabbit. That Maybe that's goes the thing. The and, and it was a tunnel. I talked to two other people. One of them was just today who was like, that's not a tunnel. And I'm like, trust me, it's a freaking tunnel. They don't listen to our podcast. Or a bunker of sorts. What would that be used for? Is that a normal thing on an old farmstead? Because that would be one that I'm not aware of. But you know what? I don't know how windmills work either, so... I'm not a farm boy, despite being from North Dakota. I think the original portion of that sod home was what it was. But I think through Roy's bananas craze, he Al Capone it or he, whatever you he, want to he say. Pre- he, he doomsday preppered it. Yeah. He needs he needed a back door and he needs an escape. And people who are in those types of positions need an escape. I did have a little bit of a, there's moments where you're like, ooh, God, I was wrong. And there's minutes where you're like, seconds where you're like, fuck, I was right. I hate that I was right. And I I feel, I'm unfortunately, wit far paid a debt. Wit far paid a debt, yeah. That one hits hard. That was a sad one. Because, of course, we're all just yelling at the screen again. One of those moments, like, just fucking, just shoot the guy. Like, end it. Like, he's uh, he's attacking you, basically. 
there would be no problem. I think they're showing us something, though. You don't have to <laughs> immediately shoot people. I mean, it cost him something, but it, it's just... I still He's just so steadfast in his patience to try and do the right thing. And it's unfortunate that doing the right thing can cost a life. Even though most of us are probably like, I'd rather see Roy dead. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was a nice guy. He's a cop, state trooper, who's trying to apprehend an individual, and he managed to not kill him. <laughs> Unfortunately, in this TV world, he he got he got the butt end of it. Mm. I love you. You don't often get to see villains, um, a villain's demise, be like as satisfying as you want it to be. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But even when we don't get to see it on screen. Roy's torturous future of his life is absolutely brilliant and amazing. What a great ending to his story that he will forever be tortured like he has his wives in prison by the queen of debt, pulling her strings as usual. So good. I loved that little part of the story. That turn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in the end, she hands him the only currency that is available in prison, right? In some ways, cigarettes. You know, I'm guessing those those standards or whatever they were aren't going to get him a long way out of getting uh, some serious beatdowns. They almost had to put that big swastika on the side of his neck to <laughs> yeah. make you feel like good about him getting just tortured forever. Yeah. Hey, since this is the hot dish, let's talk food for a minute. All right. Food from the show. We're not going to meander out of the show today. All right. What we really, 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 truly and finally find out from early episodes to now is that Wayne gives zero shits about the consequences of eating dairy. He doesn't care. He I literally, I literally shouted that out a couple times. Like when she mentioned the sour cream, I was like, no, come on, Wayne. And then the cheddar cheese. Did you have a little troubling moment when they dished the chili? That's what I was just going to say. Uh, Please tell me. I was going to just me. say that chili was some thick shit. That was thick. <laughs> that, was, that, that, that stuff didn't move. Didn't even jiggle. T-H-I-C-C. Thick. <laughs> thick. Yeah. Too thick for me. I don't like my chili that way. Some people do their chili that way. You know, more power to you. Not me. It's still... It's still a form of soup. Well, you need good chili, in my opinion. Requires enough liquidity. Is that a phrase you can use in chili? Liquid sure. viscosity. It has to do with debt and stuff. That, that you, it has to be able to have enough liquid. And when you add your cheese and sour cream, it has to help amass a giant slurry of deliciousness. That could have been mounted up into a hillock of I don't know what. Maybe Wayne's not the best chili maker. Yeah. But he did get sour cream and cheese. And I like that on my chili. Do you put do you put the sour cream on your chili? Absolutely. I'm not a monster. Of course. You even even and you don't do it just to lower the sp- even if it's let's put it this way. Some people think you put it in there to lower the spice level. No, no, no. You just put it in there because it's good. It sometimes helps with that. Plus the hot and cold, like yeah. juxtaposition, so interesting. I only need one good pinch of cheese. Are you a pinch of cheese or are you just like a, just like fistfuls of cheese stirred up and it's like ooey gooey? I'm a pinch of cheese if uh, if any. Like I don't I can go without it. I don't think it adds a ton to be honest. Uh, you're getting the wrong cheese, friend. 
Mm, but probably. like I said, pinch of cheese, but heavy. Do 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 a dollop of Daisy on that shit, right? Yeah, get the real deal, Daisy, our, our new show sponsor. Daisy, do a dollop. Do the dollop. Okay, so one last question since we're just going to talk food. I am very, very, very unaware, and please, if you're a Midwesterner or anywhere you are, email us at podcast at Fargo Talks Fargo. Biscuits with chili? Is that a thing? Am I fucked in the head here? Not in my house, but that sounds good as long as, long as they're hot and buttered. I don't do biscuits and chili. I don't really do any. I don't do crackers and chili. If if I'm going to splurge with the carbs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're, wait. I'm going to do Fritos. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you on the Fritos. But you go to a solid bar here in Fargo. If you're me, old school days, you go to Lowerman's downtown back in the day. Great chili. You go in there. You order a cup or a bowl of chili. What cups on the side of the bowl slash cup? Oyster crackers. Well, either oyster crackers or the little packet or a little packet of saltines. Right. Biscuits. I don't know. We got to get no on to talk about that. I mean, they're the same ingredients. They're the same ingredients. Let's be real. You can't make crackers but out of Bisquick. Maybe that's what the Bisquick was for. You don't know this, but right before the show started, I posted to our massive Instagram account. By the way, we have 27 followers now. That's good. That's, and I posted here. I'm going to hold this up to the camera so you can see. Look what I posted. It's a stack of cakes with syrup and butter. And I said, uh, Bisquick to the rescue. Hot stacks are a lot like hot dishes. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You've become such a social media guru, Bill. Oh, yeah. I'm big into it. I think this stuff's going to be here to stay. Mm, I could be. I, think I still bad. know Tom from MySpace. I did like the small twist to that because Ula finally got his pancakes, in my opinion. Right. Because you would put the buttermilk in the pancakes. You would do those same things. The difference exactly. is there's a little less liquid. And you're dropping them into like tin, like a muffin tin or something instead of griddling them out full blown like pancakes. Totally. That was the entire reason for the buttermilk in the story. That because yeah. that was he was making the pancake for sure. Which, by the way, just one more piece of dairy in good old Wayne's diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, now he's got buttermilk in his bread, just in a, a whole cup. So many satisfying moments in this episode, though, for real. Are you, like, are we, you a peanut M&M guy or a peanut butter M&M guy? Peanut. All right. What was your most satisfying moment of the episode? Was it come up and scene with Roy and, and Lorraine? Nope. It was by far, without a doubt, Wayne and Ula just chit-chatting. Where, yeah. <laughs> where Ula is just... Uh, you know, in his little 500 year old rant, and Wayne just keeps butting in there. You want to pop? I want to pop. And that little clink of the two sodas, you've got Ula holding this orange soda on this little, like, kind of like a little soliloquy thing going on. And then all of a sudden, this other orange soda just comes in, tink. It was like, Perfect. It was absolutely perfect. That was my favorite until later. The end of the show was my favorite. The 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 Ula eating and smiling mm. and being happy mm-hmm. was yep. like my my like moment of pure joy. I loved it. I loved the fact that it finally came full circle for him to getting those. And what I also loved about it was, you know, this has been a long haul and a lot of serious issues through this show. A lot of dense things, not just the biscuits. And I think the parts that I loved the most were that among all of these like shattered moments of awfulness, they found 
multiple moments of bringing us either reflection or joy. Ula eating his things. Um, just the, the, the repartee between like the family in the kitchen and how they just kept interrupting him. But mm. yeah, it was a great scene. It was fantastic. The smile at the end was the perfect way to end the show, I think. Yeah. I don't know what happens to Ula after this. I was kind of half expecting him to just like poof and disappear. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to like, you know, walking through this with you. I don't, I mean, I say this every season we do this. I don't know what we're going to explain to people, but we're going to do it. Sorry, Odin, you suck. You're dead. Uh, Karen's in cuffs. Dots back with her family. Yeah, man. Sorry, Whitfar. Sorry, Whitley. Hey, Whitfar and I are the exact same age. That's right. You are? That's right. You're 1983 boy? The last of the millennials, I think. Beloved brother. Yeah. We lead from behind. It's like a pack mentality or something like that. Is that what they call it? Herd mentality? Sure, whatever you say. Don't you lead from behind and let everybody else kind of like... Oh, wait, then that means I'm in ahead. Crap. It's... Is this... Wait, who's in first? I guess I'm in the head of the pack. That means all the crap happens to me first. I've really screwed this up, Bill. We look forward to talking to you all. I'm going to finish this Cliffs of Moore uh, whiskey from across the sea. Uh, Wayne's never been there, uh, but later this week, we'll get an episode out. We'll take you there, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you later. Chicken piccata. Chili? Chili piccata. Bye now.